This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Don't know why I slowed that down. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I am also joined here with Dave the Rave. That I don't know why I said that either. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Interesting week this week, huh? Oh, big time! There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about this week, um, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing awesome as always. It was uh, it was cool Monday. You and I went to go meet Keith Hernandez, New York Mets, New York baseball legend, I should say. Yeah, uh, one of the best uh, first basemen out there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He di- he didn't say anything. He didn't say my beard was weird though. But <laughs> yeah, he he was kind of a prick about it. No, I don't think but, so. I don't think so I, at all. I I think so. I think you could take two sec uh four two seconds to take a picture well, with your fans. Well, I mean, we we got pictures. Yeah, we kind of forced it. Yeah, well, but they were. I mean, I understand they were they were pushing the line. There was tons of people lined up. I I hate it when they push the the lines. In I do general. too, especially especially because there's a background to it. Like yeah. you ha- like you took the time and set up that the city perks background or whatever but i completely understand i i i don't understand it i really hate it because it's like a time like you're it's kind of like you're half uh giving back to the fans you're you're giving back a little bit to say that we appreciate you but not like completely enough as much as you can like i i just think that you could allow a quick picture I mean, sometimes it's not it's not the person doing it that no, it's it's not. Or whatever. But I mean, and plus, it's a it's general. A, it's a bank, so they were probably wanting to get people in and out really quick. Yeah, in general, I'm not. I don't agree but, with that. Come on, it was still cool. I, I yeah. Did you did you eat your cookie or no? No, it's I forgot to put it in the freezer. I still you put a cookie in the freezer. Yeah, it was melting. I don't think it was melting. I think it was already. No, the frosting was melting. No, yeah, I think it was already melted. No, it wasn't. It was it was wet on your package. That's weird. No. <laughs> what? It, I said it was wet on your package, like no. inside. It Uh-oh. was just run. It was the the color. Yeah, it, ran. it was running. Yeah, I don't. Because of how hot it was outside. Oh, I wonder if that's why mine was too. Then, but yeah, mine wasn't like that, liquid. Usually, at all. that that is the reasoning. I mean, it's, no, it was I, a I just, hot day, and we left them in the car. I just figured it was because it was already like that because like it smudged when they. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, it was cool to meet Keith Hernandez. Been yeah. A, been a thing I wanted to do for a long time. And but, then he got to shoot you down. Absolutely not. Yeah, but whatever. It's cool. But uh, one day. One day. One day. <laughs> also, uh, it was pretty cool. Last night we went to, uh, or we went to, I went to a, uh, I won tickets to see the Australian Pink Floyd show with Led Zeppelin 2. Cover bands. They were at Plain Jones Beach. I won tickets. I got to the venue, picked up my tickets, and uh, I'm like, oh, come on. Tickets were literally front row. 
did you enjoy the concert though? Yeah, no, because like, you're not you're not a fan I'm, of Led Zeppelin, and you're not really a fan of Pink Floyd. No, no, I'm not a fan of Pink Floyd, and I'm not really a fan of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, pretty- I, I like from from Pink Floyd. I I like um, you like the Laser Show. No, I there were, I was expecting more lasers than that last night. But I I like Another Brick in the Wall Part Two, and I like um, Hey You. I like Wish You Were Here. Uh, all Led classics. Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. If you ask me. Literally, if you ask me the top two songs of all time, my number one, I would think, is is Layla by Derek and the Dominoes or Eric Clapton. And yeah. number two is Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. I don't know. Stairway to Heaven gets so but, uh, yeah, I was overplayed. Gonna say, I was going to say a lot of people think it's overplayed, but I think it's like, one of the best songs of all time. Well, that's time. the thing. Like I, I went a long time without listening to it. And, well, without listening to Led Zeppelin because it was just so overplayed on the radio. And yeah, uh, I mean, they do get the let out Wednesdays or every day yeah, or something. It, it's just do. a little bit too much. But then after I took my break, I went back and I listened to uh, Stairway to Heaven and it was just amazing. It was it was very refreshing to know that I could take a break from listening to something and then come back to it like a few months later and it will sound like it was, it was kind of like hitting the restart button like ADT's uh, around the world. <laughs> oh, no, that never gets old. <laughs> But yeah, there's that tons. Play on it. That could have a radio station of its own and just play repeat. That's funny. But there's Both there's repeat. tons of there's tons of Led Zeppelin songs that I do like. But uh, yes, it was cool to the guy. They they Reason sounded Road, theme song, which is what immigrant song. Oh yeah, I'm not a big immigrant song guy. The but uh, it was cool that Led Zeppelin too. They they looked the part. Uh-huh. They sounded the part. If you squinted, it was almost as if you were looking at Robert Plant singing. <laughs> And uh, it was cool. But it was front row, and I was like, oh, this is so embarrassing because, like, they're going to, like, look at me and be like, oh, he doesn't care about us. <laughs> but, no, they put on – they both put on a really good show. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I just – I feel like it's it kind of sucks because it's, like, a wasted ticket. Like, no, be, a mean, wasted ticket in the sense of – a wasted front row ticket, I should say. Yeah. Because I felt like if it was Neil Young up there, I'd be like, oh, that's the coolest thing ever. But if it was – I mean, I'm like I'm just seeing a cover band. Like you guys, I mean, not to say you guys aren't famous because you're clearly playing yeah. a big venue. I, I like hearing cover bands. I mean, re, uh, the only cover bands that I really want to see now is I want to see. Oh, what was it? Uh, the Billy Joel one. Big Shot. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see Big Shot. He's in. He's in Billy Joel's band, I believe. And it's funny oh, because sure. they had the uh, final show at Nassau Coliseum on Tuesday, uh-huh. and. Um, he opened for them. That's cool. At by himself, I believe. I don't think Big Shot opened for them, yeah. but he per, he was performing Billy Joel songs before Billy Joel. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Um, then I, I wish see, I really wish I could have seen that concert. That I want to cool. see Mini Kiss in concert. That's I don't a, see. I don't. I don't. That's a, that's a classic. Uh, I'd rather for, just see Kiss. Yeah, I know. And then I, but one that I actually really do want to see. I mean, I don't really want to see Mini Kiss that much. But uh, Real Big Fish, I want to see their uh, tribute band. I forgot what it was called, though, but I'm a fan of them. I heard um, of, like, tribute shows. I think, uh, is it Bad Fish, I think? That's the Sublime tribute. They're supposed to be really good. Yeah, I heard that. But then again, I'm, like, not a huge Sublime fan. I like, like, four songs. Yeah, I'm not not too much into Sublime either. I mean, I know very few. I know Brad's a huge fan, but all right. Um, let's get into talking about some sports entertainment. Yeah, and, some... Yeah, we'll talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. 
Um, as you as you heard, and as you definitely know, uh, Roddy Piper passed away last week, unfortunately. So, in a very uh, classic manner, WWE opened the show with a ten bell salute for Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, and they went into the video package and everything, and it's just that's it's still so crazy. Yeah, it's very surreal. I know. Hey. Also, uh, yeah, I, I, last week um, Impact Wrestling they they played a tribute video to him, mm-hmm. and uh, I almost certain before Ring of Honor they aired one also. Yeah, I, 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 I did see one, from, one on YouTube. Yeah, that's why I'm not sure if they if they aired that or not. But yeah. I know I saw that on YouTube. So it's um, just cool to see all these professional wrestling companies come. I mean, not come together, but. Have it's their... it's just unfortunate that it's for the wrong reason that they are coming together. But it's not really coming together because like, yeah, you're that... not getting WWE footage in yeah, TNA or. Um, and then uh, it was kind of funny. Someone posted the uh, comparison of the cripple fight with Jimmy and Timmy on South Park, intermixed with the scene from uh, They yeah. Live. Yeah, and it it's just hilarious. I was rewatching that. Because it was just like it was spliced together, right? And it's just too funny. It was, um, also, it was also really cool. Madison Square Garden posted yeah. on the uh, on the marquee. Yeah, definitely. Um, Which well, is like that's on- like the coolest thing. I, I like I wanted to go to Penn Station. I, I wish I knew that earlier in the day. I would have I would have wanted to go. I mean, I would have went. Another tribute that took place was uh, uh, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. She had her fight UFC one ninety fight on Saturday, and she dedicated her fight to Rowdy Roddy Piper, saying how he gave her that nickname and allowed her to have that. And she dedicated that fight, and she ended up knocking out her opponent in thirty four seconds. So, congratulations to Rousey, one of the most uh, uh, top fighters in the world, especially when it comes to women fighting and. Uh-huh. Are the draws out yet, or whatever? It's the uh, buys, I mean, no, the buys aren't out yet, but they're they keep on saying that they want to see uh, Cyborg um, fight, who's another uh, woman fighter, and she's one of the best in the world. They want to see her face Rousey, but it becomes a who's gonna drop the weight to meet them, and who's gonna or who's gonna put on the weight to meet them. You're never supposed to tell a woman to lose weight. I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, so it'll, it'll definitely be interesting, but no matter which way you look at it, it Ron Rousey's at the top of the game. Yeah, definitely. So congratulations to her. Um, all right. So that, so we kicked off raw with that 10 bell salute. Yeah. Uh, then I guess Monday night raw officially opened with, uh, Seth Rollins coming out, talking about what he did to John Cena last week. They kept showing that brutal image, which I guess now we can use that as the picture of the week is, uh. John Cena's nose. I thought we used it last week. No, last week we used a picture of Roddy Piper. Oh, okay. All right. They kept showing pictures of John Cena's nose, which is just absurdly, ridiculously huge. But they are cashing in on that. Yeah, but I like, that's like... T-shirt. Yeah, Seth Rollins now has a You Can't See Knees t-shirt, which is like, that's pretty good for WWE to come up with within a week. Yeah, I would have get it to passed print. him that Seth Rollins thought of it himself. Well, whoever like, thought of it. Yeah, I, I think it's very smart to cash in on it. And like I said, I think the worst thing about it is that we had a week without John Cena. Given, it's it's nice to have a break. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, 
A lot of people were like, oh, it was like SmackDown this week. I don't think so. SmackDown was like SmackDown this week, <laughs> trust me. I mean, I, I understand. Sometimes you need a break from a wrestler or else they'll get kind of uh, old and you'll get tired of them. But, and I guess that's a beneficial thing because John Cena, he's having one of the best years of his career. So you don't want to kind of uh, put that, uh, put him on TV too much. Well, speaking if, of, huh? go ahead, go ahead. No, I feel like if he was on Raw, they would have definitely put that right in our face with maybe a, with a long promo and yada, yada, yada. But uh, speaking of John Cena, Seth Rollins challenged him to a title versus title match at SummerSlam. Uh, I don't know. I know there's internet rumblings that John Cena won't even be able to make SummerSlam. Really? Yeah, because he might need more nose surgeries or something. I don't know. I, I don't, I I don't any... know. I mean, coming from the internet, I don't believe any of it. Yeah, but, I, I, and then, I have And then knowing, knowing John Cena how, oh, you're going to be out for six months, and then six weeks later he's back on television. Yeah, and I could definitely see him just wearing a face mask. I mean, there's no reason why he can't compete. He just has to – you throw on the face mask, and then you just go with the maybe no facial shots until – the very end where maybe Rollins hits him with a insecurity or something. You could just say face shots. Yeah, that's true. But you, you know what I mean? Like maybe you tease a, a shot to the face, to the nose. Yeah. And then until like every time Rollins goes for the nose, maybe Cena ducks or blocks it. But he could still get end. hit in the face. Yeah. But I mean, might as well tease Rollins it could still. Bit. Yeah. Rollins could still hit that, that kick on him, that side kick. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, build it up, though, during the match. Don't do it right off the, like, within the first, like, five minutes. Yeah. Speaking of building things up, though, Seth Rollins then went on to uh, issue an open challenge for the WWE Championship. He said, John Cena did his open challenge. I'm going to have my open challenge, and it's going to be for the WWE Championship. Except you have to be under a certain height and weight. And the only person that meets that credential is El Torito. So El Torito, come on out here. El Torito's music hit, and then all of a sudden, boom, switches over to Neville's music. Forgot about Neville. Neville also fits that bill. So uh, Neville answered that challenge and uh, lost. Seth Rollins picked up the victory there. Yeah, but they put on a good match. Who did you say, by the way? Did you say Neville or... No, I said Disco Inferno. Oh. It's how he kept on trying to get it to the cruiserweight division. Is that, um, was that a storyline? In, yeah, in back in WCW, he kept on – they had that weight cutoff for cruiserweights, and he kept on trying to, like, cheat his way into that division. I don't remember that at all. What I do yeah. remember is Christian trying to <laughs> oh, yeah, that get too. into it where Mick Foley's like, here, put on this, and like, he had to work out in the chicken suit and everything. Watch, maybe I'm just making all that up. No, it, it might have been Disco. <laughs> I kind of feel like he did have that kind of a storyline. But but this match, it was very good. It was, I mean, there was that one spot, right? Yeah, it was the unfortunate referee spot that uh, Neville, Neville reversed the pedigree into a bridging pin. And it was clearly a three count. But the referee, like, balled his fist. Because the referee clearly knew that it wasn't supposed to be a three count. So that means the referee got fined? No, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah, probably I mean, not. From, from what we read, like, not the referee got fined, but how if a referee doesn't uh, count like the three when he's supposed to or disqualifies someone, they end up getting fined now. Really? Yeah, it's, it's been a big thing for maybe the past two years where the WWE is really making uh, 
referees be very stiff with their calls. I would like love the, to know, like, like the breaking at five, breaking at ten. And what would have happened if he counted the real three? I'm sure then you would have. I'm sure, honestly, I could see Triple H coming out and make uh, saying how, no, no, this wasn't uh, an official match. This match can't be. Uh, contested under Rollins opening up a challenge. I'm the only person that can make the decision. He didn't get the approval. The match does not uh, count. Restart. And then restart the match. I kind of feel like Rollins said something where like, oh, the authority said I can do this. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure if, I'm sure Triple H on the fly could say he did not get the proper authority. Uh, you have to ask the right people and you didn't ask the right people or something and restart the match. JBL, JBL was funny during this, right? Yeah, he completely, completely arguing against Michael Cole that that was one hundred, one hundred percent three count, and that the referee messed up. Like he was yeah. just putting it all out there. Michael Cole's like, "No, it was a two count." Rollins kicked out just in the nick of time. But yeah. if you if you watch that video, it's definitely well. Obviously, I mean, they knew uh, that they did mess up. That there was a mess up, or else JBL wouldn't be saying it. And if they're if the WWE backstage didn't know that there was a mess up, I think that they would have told JBL to don't mention it, like go, just go with it. But the fact that he kept on bringing it up, I feel like the other people on the other end of the mic set noticed it and just told them to go with it, toss it know, out. Sometimes it feels like JBL just says what JBL wants. So I mean, I, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But in this case, I thought like, yeah, one hundred percent, fight for your fight for the right to call out. Bad the referee. I don't know if it was necessarily the ref or if it was. Well, I uh, guess it was the ref because the ref balled his fist. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have no clue what's going on on that headset. Yeah, uh, I mean, it yeah. could be. It could be two people speaking to eat. Like it could be one person speaking to each commentator saying their own thing. It could be all merged into one uh, headset. I'm not too sure. But what's awesome is how loud the crowd was for this match. Then I think Neville is a future star in the WWE, and WWE knows that. Yeah, I mean, they just haven't cashed current, in on him he's yet. He's a current star, but... Well, uh, larger than what he is now. Yeah, well, Neville went up top to hit the red arrow and uh, had the three count. Rollins put his foot on the rope. The crowd went n- absolutely nuts for that. They thought Neville was about to be the new champion. And then uh, they started chanting one more time. Neville went up, hit the went to hit the red arrow again, and uh, he Rollins ducked out of the way and then hit the pedigree. I did think it was hilarious that on the YouTube channel for WWE, the um, no, not the YouTube channel on Twitter, the WWE Universe, they tweeted out a GIF of the uh, an aerial move set of um, one of the moves that Neville did to the outside of the ring. And their caption of this was, Neville does a twisted uh, twisted flying move or something like that. And I'm like reading it. I'm like, really? You couldn't just call it what, a, what <laughs> a twisted aerial move? What what was the actual move? A moonsault? Pretty much. I think it was like a twisted moonsault or kind of like the Starship Pain, I want to say. But Starship I, Pain. I but to the outside of the ring. I'm not. I forget what it's called. But they could have actually took taken the time to find out what that is, as opposed to twisted aerial or whatever they said. They said twisted something. I'm like reading. I'm like, what are you doing, WWE Universe? Just hire us. And that's you don't know what you're talking about. That's why they refuse to follow us. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I was gonna actually tweet them and be like, 
become more clever. I mean, I already called them out on the tough enough stuff. So, uh, next up, you had the Ascension and New Day picking up a victory over Matadors and Lucha, uh, Lucha Dragons. Yeah, Kofi Kingston, Biggie Langston were in this match, and uh, Xavier Woods was over, not on commentary, but I mean, he's an excellent barker. Oh, completely. He was, I, he was outside the ring. Primetime players were on commentary here, which I want to say Titus O'Neil is good. I, I it's still not, want to see from him. But it's not Titus O'Neil who's awful on commentary. Yeah. So, But Xavier Woods doing what he does on the outside of that ring during the match was fantastic. All of New Day. I mean, whenever New Day, the odd man out, they've been excellent on the outside of the ring, whether it's Woods... Big E or uh, Kofi, they they know what they're doing. Yeah, um, and it's nice to see this group kind of uh, coming together compared to when they first started out. When everyone was like, "Ah, oh, gospel stuff," and and their chants, and I don't get it. And now it's really coming together, where they're becoming kind of a a mockery of themselves with the clapping and everything. It's and like. Yeah, where I want to see Biggie Langston and Xavier Woods as tag team champions, and I want to see Kofi Kingston as WWE champion or something like that. Yeah, or I uh, mean, this, I should aim a little lower, I guess, and <laughs> say Intercontinental or U.S. champion. But yeah, this match was awesome. I really was a fan of the uh, Swanton bomb that Sinkara did to the outside of the ring. Now, do we call it Swanton or Senton? That's what I was trying to figure out. I wrote that. I think it's the, <laughs> I, I call that a Swanton because the duck under. It's like He's Jeff. A I lot mean, obviously, in the game. It was obviously, a lot though, like Jeff Hardy was the one that was calling it Swanton Bomb. I would I mean, love to know why. But then uh, Steen calls it a Swanton too. Does he? Yeah, they all that like. I, well, feel I guess like Steen, Steen probably grew up on the Hardys, right? I don't know, but a Senton Bomb. I feel like they flip right at the start, kind of like um. No, he didn't do a flip. I was gonna say one of the Rogue Brothers, but um. I feel like they're for the Swan Senton is just more of a flip at the end. Or Senton could just be what Samoa Joe does. Where no, it's just a like diving the Senton. Huh? That's a diving Senton. Yeah. As opposed to a Senton bomb. Oh, okay. Right. But anyway, regardless, that's one. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Um that that Swanton bomb, Senton bomb, whatever you want to call it to the outside to Biggie Langston was awesome. Yeah. Especially because Sinkar was so close to the to the apron. They really know what... I really like these matches that they've been putting on. Ascension, I understand... They're still not cl uh, connecting with me too much, but I understand... They're, they're really vision. good, though. They are really good. I, I want to like, say that. We know that. We know that they're really good. We've seen them in the past that, that they're really good. But I, for yeah. some reason, WWE dropped the ball, but hopefully somewhere... I mean, they started airing more uh, Los Matadores matches. They started putting more Ascension, more and more. I mean, so they, hopefully... They could even built up when Mad, Mad Max came out. The Fury Road. They could even built the Ascension based off of that even further. But, but Mad Max like, wasn't a sponsor. Terminator was. Yeah. But, <laughs> but oh, also, speaking of awesome moves, though, that Trouble in Paradise that Kofi Kingston hit on Kalisto to, uh, yeah. I guess, win the match. The top... What do you call that? Do you call it a top rope? No, I mean, Kofi was in on the top rope. Right, but he had to jump was. to the top rope. So any move to the top rope seems like it should be called a top rope 
like, I, how do you, think, I think it was just a trouble in paradise. Like, if somebody's doing a DDT off that top rope, it's a DD, a top rope DDT, but you're on the ground. So it's like, I've never called that a top rope DDT. I would assume that's... I mean, if I was calling commentary, I'd call it... I'm, a top rope DDT to me is like in No Mercy where you're going up to... Where both men are going up to the top rope and the DDT is performed. Like, I, I, I just... I wouldn't call that a top rope move. I just think that it's what it is. I mean, it was. To the, I don't know. Uh, uh, next, anything else? No. Okay, next up you had the... Uh, Tentative submission well, sisters. No, take, what? Sub- submission sorority. Oh yeah, submission, submission sorority. sorority. The submission sisters was what they were talking about changing it to, and then they didn't. Now it may be Paige, Charlotte, Becky, like PCB. Before the match, we I, should just say before any of that, Nikki and the yeah, Nikki was on the screen with the with Bree and Alicia Fox cutting a promo. Said that she's the reason why the Diva Revolution is what it is, and it started when she won the women's championship. That was during their entrance, and then during uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte's, and Paige's entrance, they aired the little pop-up video where they basically said that they're going to be called the Submission Sorority. Which, yeah. um, if you if you Googled, if you did any Googling it's not, whatsoever, not safe for work, right? It's uh, all porn. Yeah, it's a it's a porn. Uh, it's it's college guess. dorm porn. Yeah, sorority submission. They really they really have to come up with. Uh, they have to be more investigative with their choosing of names. Someone someone was like, "Oh, uh, we could we could call them submission sorority. They like submission it, moves and and then like the, the then like you the, know Vince McMahon was just like." Let's go. I don't know why this name is sticking no, out. It was in my definitely mind. not Vince McMahon. It was one of the writers, and then then the writers like, oh crap. They're yeah, gonna, you know he's just they're gonna, his cover. Yeah, they're, they're you gonna know what know. you know what website you subscribe to. Yeah, so I mean, if you literally if if you just googled a little bit, yeah, that's all it takes. But it's kind of funny because now I guess that submission uh, sorority whoever. Uh, runs that website is planning on sending Vince McMahon a thank you gift because they've seen an increase in their submit uh subscriptions <laughs> an increase in their submissions uh their sub uh, subscriptions so kind of funny but they got to do some research on this before they toss it out there yeah um so, all right so the submission sorority took on Bellas and, uh, and they pick up a victory I I wish I could call live commentary here and and do like where I could point everything hey, out that I don't like. Why don't you? you well, you where am I doing it? it? Over, uh, you can do it on your computer. Just record it over a match. Oh, and then I became and like just Smash. It up. I become Smash or whatever his name is. Smash. Yeah. PewDiePie. Oh, uh, there, there is was... Smash, but I'm I'm PewDiePie person. I don't I don't get youth today. PewDiePie. I don't get youth today. Yeah, I like PewDiePie. I really don't get used to that. But I would like to open people's eyes up in regards to Charlotte Flair. Well, like, I mean, come but on. I'll Xavier, give you an I'm example still, even. Still, I'm still, but Xavier Woods does the same thing now. Up, up, down, down. That's the same exact thing that PewDiePie does. Yeah, same but. Exact. The only difference is that. I, I know them it. from TV. So I, don't, I don't need to care about some guy from Germany. No, uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. If that's not entertaining to me. 
Especially, he doesn't, up, up, down, down, they don't do fast cuts. What do you mean? Doesn't, what's his name, PewDiePie? What do you mean fast cuts? Don't they do like quick, like, oh, I'm PewDiePie, oh, no, new camera, new camera angle, new camera angle. No, that that was just South Park uh, going above. uh, above. If if South Park is doing it, then there's a truth behind it. No, there's no truth behind it. They all be This is the same thing that did the Game of Thrones one, where there's no uh, truth to that song that they sing about Game of Thrones. Um, but I, all right. So, but if I could give an example of Charlotte Flair when uh, she's about to put on the figure eight to uh, onto Brie Bella, she knew it wasn't going to get locked on. So she just stopped trying to lock it on while Brie goes to kick her. To me, you should still be trying to lock it on while Brie's kicking you. She literally, she turns around to face the corner and just stops what she's doing. Oh, that's bad. There's tons of spots like that, too, and it pisses so me off. Don't call the commentary on it. Yeah, and then, so, I get, well, then I get taken down due to copyright on WWE. <laughs> All right, well, if you record yourself speaking over a Charlotte match, I'll listen to it. You don't have to upload it. Yeah, I'll listen you'll to listen it. to it. Yeah, okay. Why wouldn't I? You don't even listen to this. <laughs> this is me recording commentary over a Charlotte Flair match. Yeah. All right, so next up, you had oh, Miss TV. Even, even afterwards, I forgot to – well, we didn't forget to. We just moved on quickly. But um, Naomi challenged uh, Paige to a match backstage afterwards. So Yeah, just Miss TV. Yeah, Miz, Miz uh, surprisingly, but I guess not surprisingly, he gave tons of props to Roddy Piper and uh, listed tons of shows and said there really wouldn't be a, a Miz TV or any, like, what name name a show, any of them. Uh, Highlight Reel, Cutting Edge, uh, Barbershop, anything. There wouldn't be a show without Piper Spit and gave Roddy Piper all the credit and respect that I, that he deserves. So that was really cool. But uh, Miz said that Ryback needs to vacate the title so he can be champion. I am a fan of this little uh, petition, not petition, that Miz is putting out there with the vacating uh, IC belt. Yeah, I, I like that. He says he needs, he needs to do the right thing. Like I, I think he even mentioned Daniel Bryan, how Daniel Bryan did the right yeah. thing in vacating. I mean, Ryback, Ryback posted a picture on his tweet, uh, Twitter page of how his knees look, and his knee is so swollen. It's, How swollen is it? <laughs> it's so swollen. It looks like never mind. But uh, uh, Miz ended up welcoming his other guests out to the ring. That being Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens said that he was a huge fan of Miz, which I thought was funny. And he said that he has so much respect for Miz, and it's awesome to be there. And then uh, they welcomed Cesaro to be on the show, which this whole segment ended up with um, Miz. Miz got pushed into Cesaro. And Cesaro, what did it, what happened? No, other way around. Miz no, pushed, Miz got pushed into Cesaro. Yeah, Owens pushed Miz into Cesaro. And then, which is what I said. Yeah. You just flipped my words around and said Miz instead of No, you Cesaro. second guessed it. No, well, I was going to, afterwards right, was, afterwards when uh, Kevin Owens went to hit, went to hit uh, Cesaro, but Cesaro reversed that and went to go lock on the swing, but then they reversed that and they all yeah. got out. Yeah. It, it was definitely cool. I was expecting to see another pop-up powerbomb, but I'm happy that Cesaro reversed that into the not uh, same, uh, swing. But even still, it was cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to be a 
singles match at SummerSlam? What do you mean? Where I think they already... That's what they're playing it up for. Like Kevin Owens versus Cesaro at SummerSlam. So I wonder... I, if, right? They already announced that. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't think they did, but they But what have. do you wonder? I wonder if Cesaro is going to interrupt the NXT match at TakeOver. Oh, that would be interesting, especially now that it is a ladder match. Yeah. So, um, next up, you had Rusev picking up a victory over Mark Henry. Very quick victory. This was absurd. Um, I, call Mark, me crazy, but I hope that Mark Henry retires. Mark Henry used to be somebody. Yeah, I I'm, I just don't want to see them putting him down. But don't everything my uh, point of view changes when it comes to SmackDown. When in regards to Mark Henry, but when he's losing in squash matches like this, I mean, not really squash, but like two minutes, it's I don't want to see that, especially for someone that deserves so much more. Could, I wish that this was just role reversed and this was Big Show, and Mark Henry was getting the same amount of time that Big Show is getting. I mean, Big Show wasn't even on Raw. So. Oh, <laughs> you're trying to say you don't want Mark Henry on Raw at all, right? Hey, as if he's still losing on the losing side of everything like this, I'd rather him not be there. Up, uh, Nagila Haba. That doesn't even sound like I said up, uh. Uh, I thought you said Haba. Why would I say Haba? I don't know. Up, next, because there's no reason to, I guess. (laughs) Up next, though, uh, Bad News Barrett picked up the victory against Zack Ryder. It's, uh, it's like you, you hear Zack Ryder's music and you get excited because you're, oh my God, Zack Ryder or whatever. Then you hear Bad News Barrett and you're like, uh. And absolutely. And it's like, damn. <laughs> well, but, what do you expect him to, come on. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I don't know how beating Zack Ryder in 2015 makes Bad News Barrett look like a king. How does anything that Bad News Barrett is currently doing storyline-wise make him look like a king? I, don't, I mean, look at that storyline with R-Truth where he was he was mainly losing the entire storyline until that last match. I don't get it. I really – I don't know what they're – It's unfortunate because yeah. this – Bad News Barrett is, uh, is, a, is a star. We know this. And like the Neville case, he could be in the top at the top of the game. King Barrett was about to be at the top of the game if it wasn't for his uh, being so injury prone. It's like every time he's at that cusp of getting ready to get to that title scene, he gets injured. And it's just unfortunate because now he's just kind of floating there. Another thing that's, I guess, unfortunate but awesome at the same time is how over Zack Ryder is and how much the fans chant along with him and everything during his matches. And I say unfortunate because... They're they're like he's over. He's like really over with these fans. Yeah. But one, two, three. They should they 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 need a new job squad. They really do. Yeah, that'd they, be interesting. Like they could re reinvent that. Have the pin me pay me shirts. Ryder, Fandango, Slater. Yeah. Who else would be in that? I don't know. Archie uh, could probably just like stumble into it somehow. Yeah. All right, next up you had a Paul Heyman promo. Which you could probably just say was a Paul Heyman promo. Yep. All right, next <laughs> up you had... Well, I mean... 
Oh, you actually want to? Well, I was just gonna. I mean, it was just about Undertaker. Yeah, obviously, we, you know, yeah. we know what he said. Brock Same Lesner. thing as last week. Brock Lesnar picked up the steel steps. Thought someone was going home with a souvenir. <laughs> yeah, threw it into the ring and just stood on it like a pedestal, like the Olympics do. Yeah. All right. Next up, you had Paige defeating Naomi, uh, as it was that backstage segment setting this up. Yeah, it was a, it was a good match. Yeah, but um, I think as a heel, Naomi needs to stop doing that booty shaking corner move because I feel like that's something that gets her over as a face. Because it's funny to see somebody like wiggle their butt into somebody's face. Yeah, so I, I don't I, know. I think I feel like it's more disrespectful. Yeah, but I, I, it doesn't come off like that. Fans laugh when that happens. Yeah. So. Uh, it's weird, though, that we get two Divas matches on Raw and almost nobody complains now. But yeah, especially because the basics of this feud really haven't changed much. No. We, like, the matches take away Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha. We're still getting matches without those three that people were complaining about before that. Yeah. But no longer are they com- complaining, so. Uh-uh. But I, I like... um. I like how during this match, Paige struggled to uh, lock on the PTO, and Naomi kicked her off, but Paige did that side kick to her face and then was able to lock it on, so that was pretty cool. Not really cool, but like... Main event time. Yeah. Yeah. Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns took on Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Sheamus. Yeah. Yeah. This was yeah. a uh, six-man tag. Yeah, it was what it was. Ambrose, Orton, and Reigns came out on top. Yeah. So the standard six-man tag. That's the thing. It's like standard. It's like, what else is there to say about it? Everyone got their spots during the match. I do like, though, how um, Randy Orton was setting up for the RKO, and Luke Harper came in and did that discus clothesline, took him out. Yeah. And then uh, also another cool spot during that was when Dean Ambrose went to do his suicide dive and uh, Luke Harper, I guess, like, stopped him and threw him back into the ring and Dean Ambrose did that little break dance, I guess, or a 619 type of move, but not uh, really 619, in and out of the ring and went went to go, I guess, clothesline Luke Harper outside the ring, but Luke Harper hit him with that nasty big boot. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, but other than that, I don't really have. Many I wish thoughts. I could see like, I wish that in the future I saw at the top like in the main event it was like King Barrett, Luke Harper, and those people that we mentioned like Neville. But I like these are the wrestlers that deserve to be up there. Like I, I, I could watch Luke Harper as WWE champion. Let me let me ask you a over. quick question though. Yeah. Were you about to say Luke Bryan? No. Okay. No. But yeah, it, 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 I, I would. I would in some reincarnation of WWE. I would love to have seen Luke Harper as WWE champion. Yeah. And I say I would love to have seen it because it, we know that's never. Yeah, it's and not, he deserves it. Um, it it's one hundred percent deservingly of yeah. him. And there's other people that, I mean, yeah, just just. It sucks. I mean, there's a lot of underused talent that maybe they don't deserve to be WWE champion. But they do deserve to be uh, used in more of a positive spotlight, like Fandango and uh, Ryder. That's, that's what you go with. 
I don't know. It was like Fandango. I don't know. Uh, but there's so many other people that can be used in better light, uh, spotlight as uh, currently. And I don't know. What can we do? We could just be marks three, over three here fans. and just argue about how they're misused. Three but how fans many... or two fans that sit here and talk about pro wrestling. Yeah, how many people out there say the same exact thing? It doesn't matter. Um, all right, so let's move on to some SmackDown. You, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns opened up the show. Speaking about Bray Wyatt and Battleground and uh, how oh, it was you, supposed to be one on one. Yeah, but couldn't get past the. But Luke the, Harper came out and helped Bray Wyatt. But why didn't you like this? I did not like this Roman Reigns promo. I can't get behind any of his promos. I feel like they're it's kind not, of cartoony. I don't know about cartoony, but they're just very uh, lackluster. Like, they don't have anything. Like, he's very sarcastic on occasions, and I'm just not – I'm not buying it. Well, anyway, he challenged uh, Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt to a tag team match at SummerSlam against himself and Ambrose. And uh, Did he really have to take a pause before uh, saying that he's going to be joining sides with uh, – his psycho brother, or whatever yeah, he said, that yeah. you really need to. We know who you're teaming with, dude. But uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, there's no if he, reason what if he to threw be like, for a loop. My psycho brother, Zack Ryder. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I think that if that, well, I mean, we know that the match is going to happen, but I think it needs a stipulation to it. I, I don't think it could be just a regular tag team match. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But. Uh, this segment went on, and uh, Rusev came out, told Roman Reigns to get out of his ring because he has more important things to talk about. And then he said that Roman Reigns is arrogant, and he's going to call him Lana. And then Roman Reigns is like, nobody understands what you just said because we're in America. Yeah, that's. I'm like, I what? thought that was dumb. I thought that was really dumb. but Yeah, no, good, good, uh, good comeback, buddy. Keep, keep that going. Yeah, but, but hey, at least your, at least the fans are cheering him now. Yeah, that's, as compared to the begin around WrestleMania time where he was completely like the anti-hero, where they were trying to build him up and the fans were not having any of it. Look how quickly that changed. It's not even the complete end of the year, and he's already back in that face uh, spotlight. Yeah. Um. All right. So first match of the night. Mark Henry and primetime players picked up the victory over New Day. Uh, before the match even began, when New Day were walking to the ring, uh-huh. they stopped a PA and had him do the New Day Rocks clap with him. And then uh, Xavier Woods held up a mini basketball hoop over his head and Kofi dunked on him. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, they it's, really have good chemistry together. And it's like, it's so, like, it's such an original thing. Like, you wouldn't see that yeah. with other tag teams. And. That was just so funny. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan during this match where Mark, uh, where Titus O'Neil went for that fallaway slam. And he just flipped. Uh, I forgot who he had, but he, I think Kofi. But he just fallaway yeah. slammed him to Mark Henry's arms. And then Mark Henry went for the world's uh, strongest slam. I think it's just kind of ridiculous, though, after Monday Night Raw's match with Rusev that Mark Henry was allowed to come out there and do what he did. I mean, yeah, yeah well, all he did was hit that move. I mean, a given, it was it's different. You can't really compare 
uh, New Day to Rusev. But no, but he was still he like it as if Rusev's match didn't even happen. That but look what that's always happened to Mark Henry. I mean, it's unfortunate. He doesn't have any feud. He doesn't have any storyline. I don't know. Like so, they're just going back and forth with him. I just feel like that that fall away slam into the world's strongest slam kind of paints a picture that Mark Henry is a beast, but he lost to Rusev in such a terrible way that makes me think like how then how is like I don't understand I don't understand well, I, think, I, I don't think you could put New Day like Kofi Kingston on the same level as Rusev. But it's still if like you if you lose tough. to Rusev in two minutes, you shouldn't be on SmackDown. Why? Because you don't you just you were out. You lost in two minutes. One, two, three, that's it. You it's got two different out. people, though. It's not two different people. It's Mark Henry. Yeah, but it's two different opponents. That doesn't matter. All right. I think you that that made Mark Henry look very confusing in my eyes. I, how, I, how is he able I, to I'm lose? Very, He's I'm the very... world's strongest man able to lose to Rusev in two minutes and then... Oh, he's back on SmackDown because he is the world's strongest man or something? No, it's like picking up a, a 50-pound dumbbell and then picking up a 10-pound dumbbell. It's two different things. But Mark Henry didn't do anything in that match, though. Yeah, no. I don't I, think he should have been able to be out there because of the the damage he took on Monday. Whatever. It's nothing. You know, that we've seen this so many times where nothing carries over. Right, it's absolutely. And, that's, I, I, and there's no selling of any injury from Monday night. Uh, there's no relation to Ethan Monday night. Yeah, which, so that's why I said <laughs> during Monday Night Raw that no SmackDown was definitely SmackDown. Yeah, but I, uh, I noticed somebody in the the crowd had an "I subscribe to Up Up Down Down" sign. Yeah, I hope they don't get so popular that that the higher ups find out and cut cut their legs off or something like well, that. Well, I think that they are aware of it. I mean, I, I mean, I think it's an official thing, but I just hope that. Because we've seen people on the internet get over, yeah, and then uh, WWE just cuts it out from under them. So, if, if, if any listeners enjoyed the new day and their uh, spiel together, check out Up Up Down Down for sure. It's uh, it's just like PewDiePie where they play video games and they do their commentary over. Except it. it's cooler because you know them. Well, you don't it's, know them. Yeah, know but them, they also but. have competitions. Like the last uh, last week, I think they had a ping pong tournament where they uh, they had Kalisto Neville. And a few others, and it's kind of cool because they're all playing, uh, going against each other. They all go by different names, like Neville go by goes by Pac, and then uh, um, you have everybody in the background from Heath Slater to Swagger. It's pretty funny because the other day I was watching uh, them, Big E and um, what's his face Xavier Woods. Woods, yeah, Xavier Woods play Five Nights at Freddy Four. Is that is that hilarious. a PC game or is it like? Yeah, like where you have to purchase it, or is that free? Yeah, you, you have to purchase it. It's a PC game that you purchase. I know that my friend plays a stream, a stream network where you download the games to your computer and then you play it through that. Is it? Um, well, that's weird. It, it's just a pop-up scare game. Is it a uh, based on Freddy Krueger though, or is it? Just, no, no, it, it's um, based off of like. It's kind of creepy. It's based off of kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese place, and the um, the ma- what the mascots, the characters of that place, are possessed or something. And your security guard watching the place overnight. How do you and know so much? Did you, you you played this before? Or no. Yeah, I've I've played it before, and I've watched PewDiePie and like others. So play you've it. you've 
been like Biggie Langston in this video and gotten scared. Oh yeah, no, I've I've jumped before. <laughs> I've jumped. Yeah, was that was so funny though. He goes, he goes, oh, I only I only did that because you shook the couch. Yeah, like it was kind of funny. I was playing it with Mike the other uh, the other night, and he, I guess, in the fourth one, you really have to get close to the speakers. Because you have to listen to, like, to hear if you hear uh, well, yeah, someone I, running. I assume you're supposed to be wearing headphones when you play these Yeah, games. I mean, you don't have to be wearing headphones, just you have to have the speakers up. Well, I, but I assume that it's designed for headphones. Yeah, it's as long as the speakers are up. So he's getting close to the computer and trying to listen to it. And no jump scare or anything, but he's like, get, it's getting intense. So I just scared him. He jumped right out of his seat. It was pretty hilarious, but if you guys don't, if you guys have the abilities to play Five Nights at Freddy, check it out. Even if it's only for, it takes up like uh, thirty minutes of your time. It's fun. Check it out. Uh, next up, you had Charlotte and Naomi. Their match went to a no contest. Yeah, Sasha Banks interrupted the figure eight, and uh, Becky Lynch came in to make the save, and then Tamina tried to take them out, but Charlotte and uh, Becky Lynch took her out, and then. Uh, Kyoto said, as per the authority, the match was going to be a tag match now. But you and I both know that it really wasn't the authority that, that was making that match. Yeah. It was Teddy Long. Holla, holla, holla. Yeah. Making forever tag team matches on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then uh, Bad, uh, which was Naomi and Sasha Banks, pick up the victory there against... Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Do you know how old Tamina is, by the way? Uh, she's in. She's up there, right? She's, she's almost forty. Yeah, she's up there. She's like thirty-eight or something like that. I think she was. I think I saw yesterday was thirty-seven. That like blew me away. Yeah, she has a one or two kids too. That's crazy. Yeah. But um, um, I, I didn't mention on Monday Night Raw, but she did it again on this mat in this match where. Uh, the leg jumps that Becky Lynch does. Yeah. I'm sure that that's part of her move set, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The multiple uh, leg drops you're talking about, right? Yeah, and then when yeah. she she tags out, she does the reverse leg drop. Yep, yep. I thought I like that move. Yeah, she's been doing that for since NXT. And I'm yeah. gonna give Charlotte credit here, which I'm sure she's done this a ton of times before. But uh, it was the bridging pin where she's like on top of her opponent's legs, like Bray Wyatt yeah. doing the spider walk. Yeah, I, I like it. It's very innovative. Yeah. Um, all right, so next up you had Stardust, picking up a victory over Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder, two matches in one week? Yeah. What's what's happening? Actually, no, three, because he wrestled on NXT. That's true, yeah. But, I mean, that wasn't really this week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and SmackDown was really on uh, Thursday. Which, Thursday. yeah, that's why Paige, Paige wasn't out there in that previous segment because she was out doing Tough Enough, which they uh, mentioned, surprisingly. Um, breaking kayfabe there, kind of. This was a good match. I was a big fan of this. Um, Stardust went for a kick. Ryder caught his foot and went to throw his foot down. And co uh, Stardust ended up doing a headstand into like kind of a back kick to Ryder's face. I kind of like that. I liked when uh, Stardust had... Ryder in a uh, submission move. Uh huh. Ryder like I don't even like he rolled, flipped out of it into a yeah. pin. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I, don't, I don't recall ever seeing anyone ever do that. So mm. that, was, that was pretty cool. But Stardust uh, proceeds to just keep on taunting the Arrow, and Arrow's going to be there on Monday night now on Raw. Stephen Amell 
uh, the Green Arrow. Well, I mean, they've said it once before, so. But I guess it's not I, this high. That, that, that is true. We've heard this before, and they kind of dropped it. So we're hearing it again. Hopefully, we actually do see him on television with uh, Stardust. I think that they can have a nice interaction together. And I do like that Stardust is using this to play up his gimmick even further as kind of a dement. I guess they're playing him up as a demented uh, supervillain. I thought I thought it was funny that on uh, on commentary Todd Phillips asked what's going what's it what's it going to take for Stardust to realize that comic book characters are portrayed by actors yeah. and they're not real like really comic book people in real life and uh, Uso is like probably when someone from the someone else from the fifth dimension hollers at him and Jerry Lawler goes I think they broke up a long time ago so I I pop for jokes that are like that because that like the fifth dimension's a band. I don't get it. Well, because I guess Stardust is built from the fifth dimension. Yeah, I don't know who and the fifth dimension is. They sing Age of Aquarius and um, a bunch of other songs. You know uh, that song, right? Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, so that's from Hair, right? Well, yeah, that yeah, but they they made the most famous uh, version. Uh. So what else? We got Big, Big Show? Uh, yeah, I have no idea why, but Big Show was backstage and he was asked, doing his boxing gimmick again. Asked about uh, his match at SummerSlam, which apparently Miz, Big Show, and Ryback are booked for a three-way for the Intercontinental Championship. I That's news to me. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not, that doesn't scream four-hour biggest pay-per-view ever. Yeah, so, so that means we're going to see Big Show versus Miz again. I don't know. But yeah, anything else with that promo? No. Good. Uh, next up, main event time, you had Roman Reigns picking up victory over Rusev. Very weird that like one night Rusev completely dominates Henry in two minutes, and then the other night he goes 11 minutes with Reigns. It's SmackDown. <laughs> It's, and that's again. I don't know why this match needed to take place. That, especially with Roman, uh, how they used uh, Mark Henry to build up Roman Reigns back when he uh, came back from his injury, and then even they, recently, but they just, they just, a month ago. I mean, they kind of just made Mark Henry build build up Rusev on Monday Night Raw, and then that's the Mark whole Henry thing a where chopper? I don't, I mean... A glorified jobber. In now, some sense, it's almost as if Rusev is... A, he's an enha enhancement talent. It's just so weird. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess, during the match, though, uh, when Rusev and Reigns were both down, for whatever reason, Summer Rae got onto the ring apron. Uh, I, I didn't get that at all, but Lana came out. I really, I didn't get that at all. I, think I feel like that was just a setup. Of Jerry Lawler. I think it was just to set up the fact that now uh, Lana's going to run down and take care of her. So yeah, it was very weird. Yeah, uh, and, and and as Uso said it, Lana slapped the makeup off of Summer Rae's face. Yeah, that was a hard slap there. But I, I really that served no purpose to me other than maybe to see that at SummerSlam it's going to be Dolph Ziggler teaming with Lana to take on Rusev and Summer Rae. And now with Ziggler, since you mentioned him, with that movie that he's out recording, I guess Kane is in that movie too. Really? Yeah, Kane put out a video the other day, and I didn't watch it, but this is what the what movie was saying. is it? Oh, is it a well, comedy? No, it's. it's a, I don't think it's a comedy. Is it Walt Whitman biopic? Or I have a 
stealing. It's a joke. No, Dean Ambrose was the cop. Uh, I forgot what it involved, but it's Dean, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Kane are both in the movie as something. And they're, it's not a no. comedy? No. Huh. I don't think so. Or am I thinking of Kane being in the movie with Dean Ambrose? I don't know. They're in the movie. Whatever. Is Kane That's definitely the- in the movie with Dolph Ziggler? Kane is definitely in a movie. But not with Dolph Ziggler, definitely. Not definitely. Oh. But he is in a movie that hasn't been released yet with WWE films. Hmm. That's where he's been. He's been recording. So he's well, not actually he's in been, Hawaii. He's been filming. Yeah. He's not in Hawaii? Whoa, yeah, no. <laughs> and then uh, I guess I we should just say... I don't know why I had to actually throw up my hands when I said that, but okay. I don't know why he actually had to say, I don't know why I had to throw up my hands. I don't know why Brandon had to repeat that, but oh, yeah, I, I thought why I threw gonna, up my hands again and did that. I thought you were going to go, <laughs> you, you killed the chain. By the way, speaking of chains, did you see that video on Facebook at a, um, oh, what, what, is it Checkers? This woman <clears throat> drops the bun on the floor and wipes oh, the yeah, floor. Oh, yeah, no. Did, did you see the video? Yeah, it's disgusting. She wipes the bun on the floor, picks it back up, throws some mayo on that, and serves it. I, I, I couldn't believe that. I really couldn't believe that. And I, I hope that there's some sort of a lawsuit or something where this person will be found guilty of something. I don't, something. Even, I don't even know if they know which checkers it was even. But I'm but sure that the checkers so, that – I mean I'm sure that it, it went viral. Usually these viral videos that people – shown – like you clearly see this woman's uh, right. uh, face and whatever. Usually someone will see it and then pass it along to someone who else that, that, that they recognize. And it's like that's the craziest thing but because – not only does she she I mean she serves a bun from the floor, she contaminates the mayo by basically taking the knife yeah. and wiping the knife on the bun. I I'm telling you I'm not going there. I won't eat at Checkers now because before, I've seen it. Before I gave up fast food, I never ever went to Checkers. And one time, it's such a sad thing to say. It's one of my regrets. <laughs> but it's one of my regrets. My friend and I went to uh, to the movies one time, and before the movies, he went and got checkers. And their burger smelled so good. Like, it smelled as if it was a Whopper, and I think Whoppers are absolutely delicious. But uh, uh, You're not missing anything with checker- checkers too much. I don't know, man. I hear everything about those their fries, their burgers. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of them. I really think the best fries out there is uh, McDonald's. McDonald's definitely has the best French fries. Yeah, Burger King. I, they they recently they changed their fries though, right? Yeah, they added the sea salt. I think the the fries that people make can be a little bit more well done though. Yeah, sometimes they're too fl- uh, flimsy. You know, but that's what McDonald's French fries are. They're quick and out. Yeah, yeah. That's I what think- uh, at Burger King though. They used to be like the. the so much grease where it would just stick to the roof of your mouth. It was disgusting. Oh, yeah, no. Ugh. But uh, th- that's like another thing that I miss would be McNuggets. Because McNuggets. If, if you ask me the, the, the number one thing that I miss from fast food, I would say McNuggets. And then number two would probably be, not that I got it often, but uh, and that I'm against Domino's Pizza because it's not real pizza, but... You are is, against Domino's Pizza. No, yeah, I was saying like not that I, I, I mean I was gonna say I am against Domino's Pizza, but I'm I still, their their lava cake was probably top two. I don't know. I used to always get the chicken McNuggets and dip it in honey. Yeah, that is the best. Where'd you get honey from? McDonald's. They had honey. Yeah, they. I don't know if they still do, but they had the like what they served the barbecue sauce in and stuff and honey right, mustard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that as honey. 
See, I used to... Then they came out with, like, more sauces and everything. And it's like, oh, yeah, you got to go to McDonald's and get the, try the other sauces. But, uh... All right, so... Not, not up until recently, I started doing, uh... For, like, chicken, like, nuggets, like, other outside, like, chicken tenders and stuff. You get barbecue sauce and, uh... Dip it into ranch. I mm-hmm. guess that's because my brother does that with wings. So I was like, yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. All right. Back to back to WWE SmackDown. Uh, after the match, Bray Wyatt appeared on the screen and accepted Roman Reigns' challenge for SummerSlam. So at SummerSlam, it's going to be the Harper. I mean, the Wyatt family. I don't know. The Wyatt family versus the What's Shields. What's on your mind? What does that mean? You want to go get fast food? Why does that mean? The Whopper? Oh, I said the Harper, though. I didn't say the Whopper. Yeah, I think that you were thinking of the Whopper, though, especially after saying that that's one of your favorites. Yeah, I think so. You know, I I didn't even have my my very first Big Mac. I didn't have it until 2007. Nah. I've only, it's it's weird, but. They really skipped down on all those big time. Yeah, they don't, they don't look. I got a Big Big Mac recently, and it is, it's nothing. But it's not even just recently, because I mean, well, I mean, 2007 to me is still recent, but it's not. And uh, when I first got, because I, I don't know, I just never. We we always just to get the uh, quarter pounders, or uh, the cheeseburgers from McDonald's. But yeah, 2007 is nearly 10 years old. Uh, wait, uh, gone, dude. Yeah, but 2007, I was uh, started started going out and doing stuff and uh, going to McDonald's and stuff but uh you know that that crazy stuff yeah bad, bad group of people you used to hang out with <laughs> yeah going but, to McDonald's uh, we decided we went to uh McDonald's but I, I went I was like yeah I never had a Big Mac so I got a Big Mac and I was disappointed because it did not look like how a Big Mac looks like yeah so. they used to put so much more with it what is but it that, you that's... probably know the jingle right two all beef patties I don't know special sauce on a sesame seed bun or something. Um, this is like a complete big plug for McDonald's, and I'm, I don't even eat there anymore. Yeah. McDonald's will contact me. Like, I'll give you $1 million to eat me. I'm like, no, sorry. <laughs> um, all right, million. so that's SmackDown. Anything else? Let's move on to a, uh, the break. Yeah, we have a musical interlude coming at you from Ill Convoy. This is another country, and we'll be right back here on... Marking out. Doesn't matter what home you claim, only if they got the rocks to set the block of flame. Name your spot, tell the story, represent your people. Escape your box, get the glory, fly like an eagle. If you want me to keep it real, here's the deal. My street wasn't mean, and my mom cooked the family meals. I might have got a ride to school from my pops, but in the backpack was a stack of hip hop. A white boy from the birds, I had a way with words. Stuck between slacker, jock, hippie, and nerd. No gangster background, never been gunned down, but I promote hard, and I engage my crowd. See, these days it's all DIY ball bearings. So when you're on stage, I'll take a nap and do some wall staring. But no offense to you ladies and gents. We're still old school and y'all still pass tense. We're from another country, brothers from another mother. Same child, my name, a different game you will discover. The undercover, real life, middle-aged guys who take it to the time of golden age rhymes. We're from another country, brothers from another mother. Same child, my name, a different game you will discover. The undercover, real life, middle-aged guys who take it to the time of golden age rhymes. We're from a different place, like a 
another country and similar in the search for a be this funky monkey business to the illest this it all made my list but living in the sticks made it hard to find more than hits easy does it was my first case of tape played to me in sixth grade by a friend in another state from that day to a 20 year later date i stayed dedicated to the game as my face straight from the first cassette and that you can bet Decades since, a veteran on the set Still rocking the mic, still rocking the strike Still the best honkies out the Midwest like him, Dwight My taste flight, you could be the stewardess Feel convoy, no relation in a newer fist You insist to act the fool and look ludicrous I see, rhyme for beats, mini after Budapest We're from another country, brothers from another mother Same genre name, but different game you will discover The undercover, real life, middle-aged guys You take it to the time of golden age rhymes We're from another country, brothers from another mother Same genre name a different game you will discover The undercover Real life middle aged guys You take it to the time of golden age rise Against the green, even though it might prevent the fame. Focus on the show, cause upload and flow is getting lame. It'll be a shame when the day comes and we all sound the same, selling out the sign our name. Keep our game and staying true, never try to be anybody but your own body. Best is being you. It's what we do in this mid 30s crew, down from day one and from the latter corner moves. Foreign dignitaries, the boom bap ambassadors, futuristic homeboys with flux capacitors. Exaggerate the week and still speak the native tongue, but the mainstream speak with exasperated lungs. GLG20s, Taking off the honeys from the middle 90s like the crash test dummies. Game like Bobby Hurley, so surely you just bulletproof rhymes, not the bulletproof best. We're from another country, brothers from another mother. Same genre, name a different game you will discover. The undercover, real life, middle aged guys you take it to the time of golden age rhymes. We're from another country, brothers from another mother. Same genre, name a different game you will discover. The undercover, real life, middle aged guys you take it to the time of golden age rhymes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is, once again, episode 235, and you just heard Another Country by Ill Convoy. Uh, you could check out more of their music and many others at uh, moonsaltmusic.bandcamp.com. Uh, Moonsalt Music is uh, an indie record label that uh, they've been distributing music in uh in the midwest it's uh kind of underground so uh go check them out yeah they're for sure go support them underground independent and old school so definitely check it out if you like that there's tons of more yeah and more if music. you are a musician or a band that you would like us to play your mp3s uh just shoot us an email marking out one at gmail.com all right so let's get on to some outside the ring news um, Paige was uh, recording was recorded for the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, which they did live for the network. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I mean, you you said that you've heard her story millions of yeah, times. Yeah, I, I know. I've watched. Like, I watched two the, interviews already. I watched the what's the documentary called? I f- forget. Uh, the the one with Paige. I, yeah, yeah, I know what you're Steve, talking about. Steve Austin mentioned it and said like everybody needs to watch that, and it's, it's such a good documentary. It's really cool to see her and her upbringing with her wrestling family. Yeah, I've heard her story like twice on Jericho already. So I think Stone Cold, unless I heard it on Stone Cold has her, had her on the podcast before. I don't think so, though. I think it was twice with Jericho. 
but I don't know. I feel like once you hear it, that's I'm good. You know, I think there was a country singer on Stone Cold show the other day. Uh-huh. I'm almost certain. I don't know if it was Easton Corbin. I know Stone Cold is a huge fan of Easton Corbin. So I almost think it was him. That's pretty cool for him. And yeah, I thought that was really cool, but I, I didn't listen to it. But. Yeah, he always puts over Easton Corbin. There's a few episodes where he sings Easton Corbin. So that's but, cool. Yeah, but as far as this Stone Cold podcast goes, it's really cool to just go out and hear um, Paige's background story. Yeah, uh, for those that don't know, like you said, check out the documentary. And if you want to hear her a little bit more, listen to her on Jericho because they dig deep with everything uh, that I'm sure she spoke about on this podcast. But if you want more information, why not? Um, you also, Rosa Mendez, pregnant. That's like I want to play the Hallelujah Chorus because I guess <laughs> that's now we know why she wasn't on our TV the other week with Adam Rose. Oh, there's somebody else who could be in that group. Forget oh, about yeah. It. Yeah, well, talking about Adam Rose, uh, Adam Rose and Brad Maddox teaming up as Beef Mode uh, on house shows. Very interesting, considering that Adam Rose is kind of teasing, not teasing, or just feeding into all those Leo Kruger. Feeding into Leo Leo Kruger. Yeah. So, very interesting. It's it's really crazy how, like, not really under the radar, but how kind of under the radar. I don't know what another phrase to say that Brad Maddox has been. Maddox. Well, I say Maddox. Yeah, I don't get it. Some people say tomato, some people say potato. So I say tomato and I say tomato. Uh, But it's it's crazy because everyone thought he was going to be released during that last round. Still there. They have something in him that there's a reason why they're not getting rid of him. Yeah. But So we got Beef Mode, we got Rosa Mendez. Those we cave got, videos were so good, by the way. Yeah. I still, I still think they're so good. That uh, was a Rick year Von- ago. That was a year ago, like today or a few weeks yeah. ago. Days Ring ago. of Honor. They are doing an all women show, or they are really? to be starting one. Yep. It will be kind of interesting to see what happens with this, but I feel like there's so many specific women's wrestling shows out there already. Like you got Shimmer Shine. It will be. Uh, you got Wow. It'll be interesting to see where this will fit in with everything and how they're going to use them with that TV deal and et cetera, et cetera. It kind of seems like women's shows aren't, I mean, I don't want to say aren't necessary, but like another yeah. one isn't necessary. Yeah. I feel like the only people that go to women's shows are creeps. I've, I mean, I've, we've been to women's shows. And but we went for, uh, yeah. to cover it. Yeah. I to, mean, we've seen, we've seen, well, I don't want to say we've seen a bunch of creeps because surprisingly, no we, no, we definitely have, but also surprisingly, it's more like a family. A lot of families go to, to the women's shows. Yeah. So, I mean, not all women's shows, but uh-huh. I've only been to a select few. Talking about Ring of Honor, allegedly, we're not saying anything. But Ring of Honor owner Rob, Fe- uh, past owner Rob Feinstein has been selling fake uh, Roddy, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper autographs. Allegedly, uh, it is out there that he's being called out by another um, third deal, another by uh, somebody deal. who made the posters. Yeah, that made the posters. So and saying how it's impossible for Piper to sign these, but then there's a. He was talking about how there's a, there was a transaction where he traded these autographed ones for a bunch, stack of DVDs. And then he had Sean Waltman uh, sticking up for him, saying that he saw this transaction take place. So it's very it's he- all hearsay, and you don't know what to believe. I guess now Feinstein pulled all of the autographs off of the 
uh, table. He's not selling them. But this guy's calling him out saying how he wants to see the unautographed. He'll buy back all unautographed versions of his paintings. So it's very sketchy. But it just really shows you when you, when you do go to these shows to buy, whether it's autographs and stuff, you want to check your sources. You want to make sure you're getting certificates with everything. And I mean, just, that's difficult to do at an indie show, but... It, it is very difficult. Just be aware of that maybe what you're buying isn't legit. There's that possibility that people are out there just to get your money. But we're not really... We're not saying anyone's wrong in this case. We're not say, taking sides. We're just putting the information out there as uh, any other online person would. Do you just call this a news source? No, no, <laughs> just... Just putting it out there, but just really giving a heads up to people to watch out who they buy from and make sure that they are legit uh, sellers. So, um, also, you have uh, Ronda Rousey, we spoke about already, Porn Site, we spoke about already, what Jerry you- Lynn. Oh. Jerry Lynn underwent a successful neck surgery and he reached his their goal on uh, GoFundMe for his surgery. So that's great to hear that they reached the goal. And it's also great to hear that he had successful uh, neck surgery. Yeah, seriously, if I had to name nicest guy in the business, he's up there. Him and Mick Foley. Yeah, I agree. Him and Mick Foley. Um, but it was so Zach, cool. Zach like, Ryder, I guess, maybe. Yeah, well, because I mean, you personally <laughs> yeah. know him. But, yeah, uh, but with Jerry Lynn, like, I still think, because we, we suck at doing interviews. We really do. But he, he, he was like, no, you guys, you guys are cool. Yeah, we still want to. We tossed around the idea of putting out like, even though Cabana has his thing, we were gonna do the worst interview ever or some sort of a thing like that, where it's just me and Brandon doing interviews because they are so awful, and it's kind of just funny to listen because I think we all both babble on and on. Where the wrestler being interviewed is just like, what is what is this? So um, I think they say more so about you, but eh, not really. So. Go back to Papa Don's interview. Yeah, we'll go back to Jerry Lynn's interview. Uh, I'd rather not. Uh, <laughs> but if you um, do want to go back to Jerry Lynn's interview, you can. Um, what else is there? Uh, you have China trying to, and her lawyer, I think it is, trying to call a representative, calling WWE and being denied, uh, being transferred to someone to speak to. Who said that, yeah. though? China? What do you mean? Who put this out? Like who's? It was a it was a legit video that they recorded of them calling WWE and the person on the other line saying like this is WWE blah blah blah. How can I help you? China on the line want to speak to this person and uh, I'm sorry I was told that uh, no one's taking phone calls from uh, from China or something like that. <laughs> so that's like that's awful. I think, but then look at what she's done. Like putting WWE on blast. But what if what if she was like? How do you take them up? How do you take them up on the the rehab offer then? I she's trying to take them up on trying to find out about royalties. So she's not calling them about rehab. No, but I'm saying like if royalties. But I'm saying like how do you call them about rehab if like if they're not taking? I think that she shot herself in the foot, and I I honestly couldn't care less. I think that she's still a downward spiral. She's still on a downward spiral. I don't know, and I think it's bad to root against people. I'm not. I'm not rooting against her. I just I mean, don't it seems care. like it. But no, I just don't care. Speaking I think. It's, I think that she's put WWE on blast a lot, and it's kind of 
I feel like it's really messed up to put someone on blast and then go to them and be like, hey, where's my money? Like... That's not. There's nothing wrong with that, though. It's not professional the way that she's doing any of this. But there's nothing wrong with blasting somebody. She's not going about it professionally. But there's nothing wrong with blasting somebody about it and then asking for money that you might be owed. And then putting up trying to get in the WWE Hall of Fame. Come on. There's nothing wrong with that. Come on. Tons of people. I mean, look at Owen Hart did that. No. I mean, Owen Hart's family did that. Macho Man did that. Their family. Not I mean, in this manner. I disagree. There's tons of people that have but done that. Disagree with me. You're wrong. But speaking Dana of White, being wrong, yes, Dana, Dana White, White went on Twitter saying ha- was confronted by a WWE fan and he called WWE fake. Well, the fan said something like, "Oh, why am I gonna continue to pay sixty bucks for this for this thirty second thing when I could pay nine ninety nine for month worth of professional wrestling?" Yeah, and he goes something that's nine ninety nine something something that's fake should be nine ninety nine. Yeah, um, and then Dana White then went on to say, "Oh, I was just joking." I don't think he said he was joking. No, I he did. I think he just said that he respects them. No, he but he, he did do. also say that he was joking. All right, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Okay. But anything to say about that? What? Well, tons of professional wrestlers spoke up. I know Bully Ray spoke up. Taz spoke up. Disco Inferno took the side of Dana White, and then Dan- Disco Inferno got uh, ripped into by Bully Ray, uh, who whoever he's dating, um, and someone yeah, else. Sky. Yeah, Velvet Sky and someone else. Yeah, and then CM Punk, I guess, stood up for, I think CM Punk said, like, oh, it is fake, get over it. Yeah, I, I mean, I but think, I that's think it's very funny. I think it's, it's messed up, though, to say something like, it just like throw it off like yeah you could watch professional wrestling you could be a fan of it you could be like respect it whatever blah 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 respect the athletes of it but to say it's fake it's not fake it's predetermined which is not what fake means but it's still something that's like just like a slide slide disrespectful comment to just make and right, i think he should have done gonna, i guess i, I should have my uh, comments on here i think he should have responded i mean uh what is apologize. he gonna i said i because that's a that's a messed up thing to say. It's it is fake. They've been saying it for many years that it's pre-scripted. It's but that's written. not what fake means. They don't make that's contact. That's not what fake means. That's not what fake means. All right, it's just dangerous. I don't know. Nor do I care. What's dangerous? who knows? Maybe wrestling. It could be dangerous. It, mistakes right. happen. But I mean, that's pretty much the fallback. With whenever something happens, we're like, oh, you say it's fake. It's always like. They show a clip of a guy accidentally breaking his nose, a guy accidentally having his ear ripped off, and a guy accidentally this. Yeah, but it's not even have to do with accidentally. I mean, you see people training, and they get bruises all over their body. All right. So it's like, that's um, not, which that was a, a topic on uh, Total Divas this week. Yeah, <laughs> so. With Eva Marie, she had bruises all over her, and. They thought that her boyfriend was beating her, her fiance, her husband were beating was beating her because of the bruises. But it was cool uh, when they drama on that show. Say that again. Anything to create drama yeah. on that show. Well, there were Instagram people saying it. Um, <laughs> but it was cool on that show when they showed her uh, training with Brian Kendrick. They showed his wife, which I don't think I've seen her in like years. She I've was never on. Seen her. Yeah, she was on Tough Enough. I've never seen her. <laughs> she, was a, she was a Tough Enough contestant in exactly like, in like season one or two um back to the dana white how do you know that this isn't playing into their that's their what i said game? also 
That's what I said. I, I mean, said we've, if, known, if it, we've said this millions of times about Dana White, Vince McMahon being in bed together, being in cahoots with uh, their entire trading of Brock Lesnar with CM Punk, creating a lot of buzz behind both companies through all of this. How do you know that this is just not Dana White's way of getting maintaining that conversation of that thought process of relating WWE with UFC, Dana White with being anti-WWE, etc.? How do you know that this isn't what it is? That's I mean, I, yeah, that's another thing that I tweeted out. I was like, Dane, Dana White and Vince McMahon, that could also just be because they're in cahoots. So. I mean, look how much talk this about the fake. Look how much talk this has gotten. Right. I mean, come on. WrestleMania 32, Vince McMahon versus Dana White. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have to speak about. That's it. Oh, Nothing NXT. Else. Tough enough? Yeah, NXT or Tough Enough, whichever one you want to get. Well, let's do Tough Enough first. It uh, came down to Gigi. Yep. Sarah Lee and Chelsea. And uh, Paige used her save on Gigi. I think that's who wild. Had, who had the, the least amount of votes. Yeah, for the fact that Paige calls out Daniel, like she really stands up to Daniel Bryan and the other judge, she's very stern on that show. And I'm not really too much of a fan of it because she seems like she's just very uptight. And I don't I could think understand, uptight, dude. She's a 10 year vet. Yeah, I could understand she's be, being a vet, but it really, she seems like Bill Demotish on there. I like don't with, think so. With how she speaks about everybody in such a demeanor. And it really, I understand she's put in her dues and stuff, but it really is very uh, uh, degrading at times listening to her. I don't, and I don't know for for, but I I don't think that I think that calling out Miz for using his uh whatever save last week or whatever, and then she uses a save on Gigi this week. I think it's just bogus. But I don't think I mean I still think that Gigi could in fact be somebody someday more than in the Divas locker room. Well, no, that's the thing though. I said this when the season before the season season started. Hopefully, it's not just the winners that we hear of. Yeah. And we see more more people from – and the, the fact that they have this whole um, fans vote thing, that completely changes how tough enough will be yeah, – how the I'm tough not, enough I'm contestants of this season will be perceived. Future – I'm not um, – what? I was saying how this completely changes how the, how the tough enough contestants will be perceived in the future for like, oh, well, this guy was very popular among the fans. Maybe we can – Give him a developmental deal or something. Maybe he can. Maybe we can mold him into a WWE superstar or diva. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Tough Enough this season at all. I'm not a fan of the fan involvement that they have as much as they do with the voting. I do not like that fans vote. I'm not. I'm not behind it. I can't feel. I don't. I'm not connected to any. And I don't have a live um, allegiance to any uh, person on that show. So then, why do you vote for who you vote? Why? Because I tune in at the right time, and I don't want some people to go home. So that sounds like you. Have but a I don't connection. care. But I also don't care. But you still take the time to tweet it. That's because vote. I have to. No, you don't. <laughs> if I don't get any tweets, if out I don't, there, if I don't tweet, out, man, if I don't tweet, I have to. I don't. I have so. to get retweets. I have to bring uh, viewers to our Twitter page. I mean, if I don't, I don't then what's the point not, of having our Twitter page? That's I don't. Nobody's that's. Nobody's going to the Twitter page to retweet you for hashtag tough Sarah. I don't care. But I think it's tough enough, Sarah. See? Yeah, oh, yeah, big whoop. 
I'm but not, uh, I, I think I don't care. I think uh, I think it's messed up that Miz was allowed to change who he was putting into the bottom three because he originally said he was putting Amanda in, who 100% she would have been gone. And then uh, he changed it to Chelsea for whatever reason. This show is fake. Yeah, it really... This show is fake. Miz was probably brought in last week to do what he did with um, with saving Amanda last week. Just to bring views because it's a new judge. That's it. Well, no, it was probably... Well, what Miz did was probably they were probably being told like, "Oh, save, save, uh, save Amanda. We want to get ZZ out or whatever." Josh is winning it. It'll probably be Josh and Sarah Lee, or ZZ yeah. and Sarah Lee. If ZZ wins, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna like, be tough to get ZZ out. That's the funny thing. They're trying so hard to get him eliminated. Yeah, they've been playing clip bash- after clip online, just bashing him. And trying to show fans, like, listen, you don't want to vote this guy. He really is awful. And fans are like, no, nah, he's he's funny. He's a good guy. Go it, for it. It's crazy. That's yeah. why I don't think fans should be allowed to vote. I like when they, they asked him if he's ever been on a reality show before. He's been on two others. He was on Trading Spouses and uh, Swamp People. Yeah. I, Trading Spouses was when he was, like, eight. And then Swamp People was when he was 16. So you can't really, like, blame him for... Like, it's not yeah. like, oh, do you want to be a reality star? But you know why? The, the reason why they his... called him out on that is to get fans to be like, oh, maybe he's just in for the fame factor. Right, but then if you really go back and look, the dude's eight years old and then 16 yeah. years old. It's not him, it's his family. But I'm honestly, I this is with this easy problem, I'm, that's another reason why I feel like the, the fans shouldn't be voting because they're going to be voting for this guy that isn't, isn't capable. He's not in wrestling shape. He doesn't. But that's also that's like a thing that you you can't be a wrestler in ten weeks. Yeah, but even still, he can't. You should be going to a send him if they really send him to Brian Kendrick. Damn you! (laughs) Yeah, put him to a school. Like, don't take him. Don't take the spot in developmental system away from someone like Tony Nice, or just put him down there too. Who cares? He's not taking a spot from Nice though. ZZ's taking a spot from someone. No, he isn't. They have tons of expendables down there. Yeah. All right, so that's tough enough talk. Oh, by the way, apparently Hulk Hogan's thing somehow is back up on WWE.com if you go to it a certain way. Yeah, and Axel Mania, I heard, was back up there. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, but tough enough is fake. So we'll see come time for, for Who WWE. Who do you think is going to win now? I told you, it's probably going to be Josh or ZZ and okay. Sarah. I'm I find it very Josh. hard to believe that it's going to be someone like Gigi or... I know I've said on the first episode, like when they first released the roster, I've said, I said that Josh was going to win, and then I've been changing it to Mata and stuff, but I think Josh is still the one to beat. <sighs> Great, so next week Josh goes home. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, mean, I say ZZ because it's been landslides, and same thing with Sarah Lee. It's been a landslide victory every time she's put in, every time yeah. he's put in. So it's like... How is somebody like Amanda or They're going to get eliminated. You know ZZ's eliminated by, or Sarah Lee will be eliminated by a veto. Like someone's going to be in there with them and completely be the one to go home, but the, the not the veto, whatever it is. The save? Yeah, the save is going to be used, and then they're going to be second, they're going to be the lowest, and it's going to be up, goodbye. And then uh, like by default, Amanda's going to win or something. Pretty much. Which that's, that's the thing, though. I don't think that she's a bad wrestler. Because we don't see what she, I don't know what she's capable of. I think she, I think everybody that was on this season except for the blonde chick that went home first, Hank, 
Hank and uh, Gabby. But Gabby's already training. I but still, I was Moments. so unimpressed with her. So yeah, I don't know. I I don't care about this season. Period. I, uh, next I don't up, know what the promo is. Let's talk about NXT. Yeah, they had this week. They had Rhino versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe picking up the victory in a hard hitting match. He kind of just floating around, like almost as if, like, yeah, big whoop, Samoa Joe's in WWE. No, he's not floating around. He's making his impact on NXT. But not really. Like, he made his impact the very first time he was on NXT. I think he's continuing. No, but the fact that he's he, he interrupted the champion or whatever, or beat down Kevin Owens, or did what he did, yeah. and then just, nope, not even in the championship scene. All right, so he'll, they'll build him up. They're not going to throw him right up there. But, up. I mean, that's what they did, and now out of nowhere is no. Like, he was right, up I, there, and then just, no, he's not anymore. I think he's still considered up there. Um, next up, they also announced that Apollo Crews was going to debut at NXT Brooklyn. Yes. over event. Apollo Crews, FKA, UHA Nation. Should be interesting. I don't really know much of him, but hopefully he doesn't fail. Is that uh, a, wait, is that a joke? No, I don't know much of him. You don't know much about UHA Nation? No. Uh, next what? up, you have Tyler Breeze. Willie Riggle, he wanted to... Be, he wanted to be at the spotlight. He wanted to have a really great match. And William Regal comes out, announces his opponent's going to be Jushin Thunder Liger. We announced it in the past that Liger was announced for the show, but we never said his opponent. And it is Tyler Breeze. Yeah, so that should be a good match. Yeah, Liger, cruiserweight legend. My and, fingers are going to be so crossed and my heart's going to be so broken when Jushin Liger doesn't come out to his theme song. Either that or that's going to be the mark out moment of the week for the next week of August. Yeah. So, anything else? Yeah, they also announced that it's going to be a ladder match between Kevin Owens and Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. Should be very so, interesting, especially with your inclusion of Cesaro interrupting that match. Yeah, and for the fact that it's live on WWE Network and... Things happen. Yeah. So, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. I already purchased my NXT TakeOver Brooklyn t-shirt. Tomorrow. Yeah, well, I mean, how many times do you go to an event that they have event-specific shirts and they don't have your size? Well, you, I mean, not yeah. you, but <laughs> me, definitely, they never have my size. So, yeah. All right. So, so that was uh, the show. Dave, yeah. shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust, Eric at Montreal Broski, B Montem B at NYWC underscore sign guy, and Jasmine at Reverse and Massage. Uh, also go follow uh, uh, Jason Linick because he always helps us with our NYWC stuff. So at Jay Linick, go give him a follow. Um, upcoming, you have Warriors of Wrestling presents Hit the Lights, August 15th at Fun Station USA in Staten Island, New York. You're going to be seeing Shelton Benjamin take on the WOW champion, Rude Boy Riley. Bowen saw Jesse Brooks taking on Brooke Danielle. And you're going to be seeing T uh, former TNA superstar Goner, TJ Marconi, Matt McIntosh, and a lot more. Go check them out, warriorsofwrestling.com, facebook.com slash warriorsofwrestling, and on Twitter at WowProWrestling. I just got an email from WWE. 
saying a message from Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. It's a video about Brock Lesnar vowing to end The Undertaker's career at SummerSlam. Stupid. <laughs> Next up, you have also Evolve 47-48 taking place on August 15th and 16th. Uh, the 15th is going to be in Woodside, New York, and the 16th at Deer Park, New York. At Woodside, you're going to be seeing the Evolve champion, Timothy Thatcher, take on Zack Sabre Jr. And at Deer Park, you're going to be seeing a no-holds-barred match but the title won't be on the line as Thatcher takes on Biff Busick. You can go check out WWNlive.com to watch these both of these events on iPay-Per-View. Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? Uh-huh. Hey there, gang! It's me, Mickey Mouse, and you're listening to Brandon Shoutouts! The very first shout-out, I don't know why I said the very first one, but the first shout-out goes to Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, I went and saw him last Saturday, and it was... Truly, it's probably one of the best concerts I've ever seen. He's always been really good to his fans, too. Did you meet him? No, I didn't meet him, but they, uh, they had VIP tickets if you wanted to meet him. But Oh, he didn't do a little signing after? I mean, if for, I guess for the VIP people. Yeah. But that was like such a good show. I would definitely go see him again in a heartbeat. He was one of my first cassette tapes. He was my first CD. Yeah. Him and, and TLC. It was it was Amish, uh, bad, bad Hair Day and uh, Crazy Sexy Cool, and I got to see TLC this summer, and I got to see Weird Al this summer, so that was pretty cool. My CD was the Food Album. I forgot what the title was, but it was one with like uh, where he eat it. Yeah, yeah. Was that the uh, name of it, or was that no, the song? I don't. I don't no, that yeah, was that the was the song. the song. Yeah, it was the CD with the tape with that. But, like, that was your first CD that you ever purchased? CD? Yeah, what'd you just say? Cassette tape. Oh, well, you said album. Oh, your first Weird Al album. Yeah, the first uh, cassette tape uh, was that. What Um, what was your first album? Do you remember? Your CD? First CD? It may have been Dookie, uh, Green Day. I think that might have been Jared's also. Yeah, it may have been. It was either Green Day... Or or Sublime or no? I do have yeah, <laughs> I do have a S- Sublime CD. I think it's either Green Day or Americana by Offspring. Offspring, yeah, that it, those those three are the big three for your age group, I guess. The, it would be Dookie, uh, Americana, and I think is it just called Sublime? Yeah, Sublime. I think I think actually it's Dookie. Uh, Dookie. Hmm. But uh, up next, Jimmy Fallon and Kevin Bacon take the next shout-out for their Beach Boys fun, fun, fun sketch that they did on The Tonight Show that aired July 31st. So if you haven't seen that yet, definitely go check that out. If you're a fan of Beach Boys, check it out. If you're a fan of Jimmy Fallon, if you like Kevin Bacon, check it out. I thought it was so funny and it was good. It's great. It's great. I don't know. It's I, I, I got a kick out of... Uh... Don Rickles on Jimmy Fallon again. Oh my God! I, if I was, I swear to God, dude, he's so funny. I, I love how Jimmy Fallon—he ripped him hard. He was just like, "Are you going to tell another twenty-minute uh, Frank Sinatra story or something?" Whatever he said with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was just like, "Oh no, this is going straight to headquarters." And then uh, <laughs> Fallon like intervened in a story, or whatever, and and Rickles like, "You you don't have to interrupt or something like that." I forgot what he yeah. said. But I like how he says like he's been married for fifty for fifty years or whatever. And the crowd cheers, and he's like, no, no, you, you haven't met her. Yeah, yeah, you don't know her, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, you don't know her, you don't know her. <laughs> I, I, I would love to see Don Rickles again. He, I, the so guy funny. is 
it is so unfortunate that not enough people know who Don Rickles is. Well, know about him. And know, yeah, days. know about him. And that Today, even if, Today's youths are just about, what are those? And I hate that uh, I just did that. Oh, I saw that the other day. I <laughs> well, had no clue what that I, was. Yeah, I, I had no clue. Video. I didn't know what it was be- until, well, because, I mean, I see, randomly, I, I watch, like, Vines and stuff sometimes. Yeah. Like, very rarely do I watch Stupid. Vines on Facebook. And uh, on during Monday Night Raw, uh, New Day did that. So I tweeted uh, out. I was like, what does that mean? And, like, I got, like, tons of people tweeting back to us saying it's sneakers. And then I looked it up and I was like, I don't, I don't get this at all. Yeah, but that's, I, I, the only, that's the where reason... today's, that's where today's youth is. That that's it's unfortunate. The, the, the video, the video on Facebook I saw, Michael Jordan's in a gymnasium, like a high school gymnasium, yeah. doing this inspirational talk or whatever, and they're taking questions. This one kid gets up, what are those? And everybody's like dying. I'm like, Michael that's Jordan not needed funny an explanation at all. as to what he means. No, I don't think he no, did. No, he did. He he got an explanation from someone in the crowd, and, and then he Jordan, responded. Michael and Jordan's like twenty nine of those or whatever. Yeah, he responds with what uh, specific? Uh, I guess limited edition shoe he has, one of a no, kind. No, no, he said it's about twenty nine of those. No. Yeah, no, he that's said, what he a, said. No, it's a twenty nine LL whatever. That's the shoe he was wearing. He definitely didn't say twenty. No, he's that's. Yeah, I'll bet you. There's no way he answered. They go slab chop bet. No. I'll bet you. There's no way. Yep, 100%. He said the specific shoe. I don't. Yep. I don't I'll know. Show you, I'll show you once we get done recording. Um, but th- that's not what the video is from. It's from like someone. I saw the original video. No, it's on the Vine. What, what? They're Vines, I think. No, I, but the original one was a guy recording a cop doing a, an arrest. And he said, I have a question for oh, you, officer. What are, yeah, and he went to his shoes and he just scrolled up and he's like, what are those? I'm like. You're so stupid. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm like so disappointed with like. And I, I oh, always, wait. I always said to myself that I don't think I'll ever get to the point when I was like young, like 13, 14, and people were like, "Oh, the stuff that you do is so stupid, and everything that stuff that you like is so dumb." And I always thought like, "There's no possible way in my lifetime will I ever get to that." <laughs> And then I just see stuff that kids do today, and I'm like, "What is that? Like, so I don't understand it. I don't. I do not just, get it. Even just like the, from the clothes that they wear to the things that they I don't say, get the, the things that they do. I don't I, get the slang and li- uh, lingo. I don't bay. I don't understand ratchet. I don't boo. get it. Boo, what? boo, boo is from our generation. I boo is Usher a character. Had a whole song about it. My boo. That makes sense, at least. I've never, I've never, never heard that. That's no, not my generation. I've never listened to Usher. I've never listened that's, to Usher. That's 100% your generation. No. You're only three years, four years older than I've me, I've never dude. heard of it. My boo? That's, yeah, that's new to me. I, I thought that was the thing that Beyonce created. That was Bay, I think. If I she invented no, that, I, I don't know. I have no clue. I thought that was Alexa Bliss. No? Alexa Bliss? She says she Bay? I thought so. Um, Bay, but, when I was a kid, was the thing between the ocean and the and the <laughs> whatever the the, <laughs> the land. But back to Don Rickles, it's unfortunate because someone with his humor wouldn't even get uh, over. He would have so much criticism that nobody would put him out there today. But um, that's the same he thing. Considered hey, like I, Jeff Ross. Say that again. He would be considered like a Jeff Ross kind of a comic. <laughs> what does that even mean? 
like how that's really a lot of Jeff Ross's is ro- roasting and very uh, pushing the boundaries. Yeah, but it's, Don Rickles is a lot worse than. Yeah, Jeff but that's Ross that's why I'm putting says. him alongside of him because that you don't get anything like that today. Yeah, this comics. I mean, even Joan Rivers was the same exact way. Like, I swear to God, when there's topics that just come out in the news, I'm like, I wish Joan Rivers was yeah. here because she would have been right there in TMZ's face making fun of that subject and it would have been perfectly okay for her to do it because but, but long yeah. live don rickles yeah uh all right and next. go see go see him if you ever get the opportunity to go see him yeah and if and, not uh, search him up on youtube yeah check out his past stuff like he even watch the him, dean martin roast oh, and everything dean martin roasts are amazing with him ronald reagan all of them and see we're not we're not of that generation so but we can go back. We can go to appreciate stuff like that. Oh, how did that's the it's legendary those uh, the the the, the deuses that they had yeah. with Sinatra, Martin, George Burns. It's legendary. Yeah. But uh anti shout out coming up next. Oh snap. Going to, yeah, I don't know when the last time I did one of these was, but uh IGN. IGN gets an anti shout out because they posted a video talking about WWE 2K16, but it had a fan-made concept, like roster matchup, match-type video playing in the background. So, like, they, like, under the radar almost is, like, released this video. Everyone freaked out. Oh, my God. New Age Outlaws are in. Oh, my God. APA. Oh, my God. Ivory. Shane McMahon. Ivory. Tory. Yeah. Dudley Boys. Huge. What oh were the God, matches Dudley that you Boys. told me? Hair vs. Hair, Ambulance was in it. I was like, how are they going to do a hair vs. hair? Like, Because I know for brown panties, I think they had to have two different character models, and that took away space. But And then it just turned out the guy, I, I was reading the video, and the guy commented saying that, uh, I just hope that people don't think this is the real roster, because... Stupid. Yeah, that was so dumb on IGN part, IGN's Stupid. part. But we'll move on from that. And we will go to our Markout Moment of the Week. That's right, our Markout Moment of the Week. Don't know why I'm speaking like I'm from Adelaide, Australia. Although I'm sure if somebody's out there from Adelaide, Australia, they'll be like, that sounds nothing like me. But our markout moment of the week, uh, there's a couple of them this week. I want to say that there was, they, the uh, action figure company released a prototype of the Michael Elegant figure. And up until that point, I thought they were just going to be like the dolls that they released. Yeah, they, the dolls looked very old-fashioned too. Yeah, and then they released this. It looked like a Ruthless Aggression style figure. I marked out at the thought. Of, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have to buy a Kurt Hawkins figure, a Brian Myers figure. That's the coolest thing. And then they released the head sculpts of uh, Joey Ryan and Blue Meanie. And those look awesome too. So That's... definitely definitely looking forward to that. And it's cool that now, because, um, I mean, for most of, the, most, most of the part, like you, if you were an independent wrestler, you really didn't have – an outlet to get uh, an action figure made of yourself. Yeah, but, hopefully they're not overpriced though. Oh yeah, I don't like. Hopefully it's not one of those things where it's like a limited edition because they don't have a 
if it uh, comes worldwide out market bucks, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, that that will be disappointing. But um, figures I, these days are a lot more expensive than when we were kids. What's that? I said figures these days oh, are yeah. a lot. But I feel like I mean, the, a lot, the amount of detail that they put into it these days compared yeah, to back then. A lot more goes into it. Like back then, they were just like quick head sculpts or whatever. Now yeah, they get scanned full and stuff. Scan. Um, and then I, I marked out for the IGN what they released with the entrance videos and the move set that they showed. They showed uh, the entrance videos for Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, and then they showed a brief uh, cl- uh, splicing of a match between Seth Rollins and uh, Finn Balor. And the Finn Balor entrance looks amazing. The Seth Rollins looks really cool, and it looks interesting with the new submission um, uh, engagement. That's not that. new. It's not? I don't think so. That you can shut as, off, though. It's not... Oh, maybe that's why. Maybe we've they had... had yeah, they had these... I don't know what... Like, I think it was just for... I think it was just next generation. Or current generation, oh. I should say. All right, well, regardless, that's two. ProWrestlingTees.com uh, slash marking out. Buy them. Uh, the entrance videos looked really cool. The Finn Balor, especially. And it, it's cool that now um, you can interrupt your opponent's entrance. Which yeah. is something you could do when they had Xbox and uh, WWF and WWE Raw or whatever. I think we mentioned that last week. No. It just right. came out in that article. Oh. And, and now they All announced right. also JBL will be officially on the commentary team with Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole. So for the very first time ever, it's going to be a three-man commentating team. That's going to be either really cool or really like... Too much. Uh, yeah, yeah, because that's what it was on, on TV. But... um. As far as that goes, I think that's cool, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing what match types they announce in that roster release. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, that is marking out two thirty-five. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate uh, your uh, listening. Your ears. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Your ears. Yeah, we appreciate we really you appreciate lending, your lending, ears. lending us your ears. Uh, but make sure you go listen to our past episodes, MarkingOut.com. You can go follow us on Twitter, Mark at MarkingOut. Go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Follow me on Twitter at DaveThrewWave underscore M-O. Go like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Did we mention about buying the t-shirts? Because you should. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. We got the regardless t-shirt. That's three. And we have the, uh, what was it? The, Stars and Stripes. Yeah, Stars and Stripes USA uh, marking out logo up there. You know, what's really cool is I've been, I've been sitting and using my time lately designing other t-shirts off another website. Yeah, they're very, very funny. Yeah, but I don't know if I'll ever make any of them. I, I, I actually, I made a, uh, a Dol- not a Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I did actually make a Dolph Ziggler parody shirt, but yeah. I made a Billy Joel shirt because... And it looked really cool. It sucks because most of the days, like I was saying earlier, with uh, the NXT TakeOver shirt, they mostly don't come in my size for events or even yeah. musical artists. So now i got to just start making my own. There you go. <laughs> or lose weight, but <laughs> screw you, Dave. <laughs> and let's take it home. We, we wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great day.